Hi, everyone. Welcome again to another very special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. This is a breaking news edition, and we're so happy to be joined by the Washington, D.C. Director of Political, the political director of Normal out of Washington, D.C. His name is Morgan Fox. Morgan, again, thank you so much for joining us here to talk about what has to be one of the happiest days in a long time for Normal and some of the other uh, activists that are out there. Hey, absolutely. And thanks again for having me. Um, you know, as a native Ohioan who has had firsthand experience in the uh, the criminal justice system related to uh, simple cannabis possession um, and somebody who has been working in cannabis policy reform for 15 years now, uh, this has been a, a long time coming and definitely represents like a culmination of the effort of lots and lots of people over the years. And the results were very telling. I believe it was 56% to 44-odd percent here and there. Uh, the third most positive impact or positive result in history behind, I think it was California, and you're going to know the second one. Uh, New Jersey was uh, was pretty good as well. There may have been others, but... Yeah. Um, Honestly, we haven't seen the uh, the full vote count yet as of this recording, so I'll be interested to see what the uh, the final uh, shakedown looks like when it comes to the uh, the full support of Ohioans. And it's also important to keep in mind that this was taking place during a special election in an off year uh, when cannabis policy reform initiatives generally tend to do much worse than they would on either a midterm or in particular in a presidential election year. Um, you know, the uh, opponents within the state government worked really hard to try to keep the, uh, issue two off of the ballot entirely. And when they couldn't do that, they did everything they could to make sure that it was on an off year uh, special election, um, you know, really in order to try to ensure that it would lose. But the people of Ohio made their voices heard loud and clear. And now it's up to the uh, state legislature to follow the will of the people and actually implement uh, this initiative in the way that the uh, the citizens of Ohio intended. Yeah, let's hope that happens. You never know when it gets in the hands of the state legislature, what they might do to change it or tweak it in whatever capacity they may seem uh, fit. But this includes um, a lot of really important things for those that are uh, pro-cannabis, and that includes uh, home grow. It includes uh, an adult use market. Um, what are, other, are the other elements to this ballot initiative that you were happy to see? Well, in particular, uh, allowing adults 21 and over to possess up to two and a half ounces of cannabis on the person uh, legally without uh, fines or without any other citations is really, really important. Um, unfortunately, it did not include a automatic expungement language, but previous legislation passed in Ohio did. And so that legislation is actually being implemented as we speak that will hopefully uh, help out a lot with the uh, criminal justice and restorative justice aspects of cannabis policy reform. But it's important that as of uh, December 7th, we're not going to be seeing arrests anymore uh, unless there's some sort of an injunction against the initiative, which I think uh, could be very problematic for anyone trying to go that route. Um, but it also establishes that um, in addition to the existing uh, medical cannabis companies that operate in Ohio, um, uh, I believe between 40 and 50 licenses for different types of licensure um, are going to be uh, offered. And the first ones that are going to be uh, made available are to people that qualify as social equity applicants. Um, so uh, hopefully, as long as, again, the legislature doesn't try to curtail that and doesn't try to cap the number of dispensaries arbitrarily uh, or the number of cultivation centers arbitrarily, we'll start seeing uh, social equity applicants be able to start applying within the first two years of the uh, the program and hopefully much, much sooner than that. Um, 
you know, in terms of uh, protection for uh, professional licensure and things like that, you know, there are all sorts of uh, uh, additional uh, provisions in the bill that are going to protect cannabis consumers from discrimination uh, simply for using a substance that's safer than alcohol. Um, and uh, hopefully very soon, um, Ohio individuals in Ohio will be able to enjoy uh, cannabis like they would uh, other legal substances uh, as adults and be able to use the taxes from that for funding a wide variety of civil improvement programs. And I saw Normal uh, put out a press release yesterday that a new Gallup poll came out and there's now 70 percent of adults over the age of 21 support legalization. Um, that that percentage seems to be growing exponentially almost every year now. Yeah, I mean, after uh, the last couple of years where it was pretty stable at around two thirds, it's great to see that it's uh, starting to climb. And um, now we're actually at uh, majorities along uh, every political affiliation and ideological bent. Um, you know, we're seeing uh, increases among every single age group and uh, support is all pretty much the same, regardless of things like race and gender. Um, so. Obviously, younger people support this a lot more than uh, than older Americans. So that means that we're just going to continue to see these numbers grow as the years go by. Yeah. And I hate to do this to you, but you've got 24 states now. Who's going to be the 25th state next, Morgan? That's a really good question. And we're I think we're looking at the possibility of several ballot initiatives next year, as well as probably dozens of state legislatures looking at the issue and considering uh, legislation to regulate cannabis for adults. Uh, you know, just recently, there was a uh, committee hearing in Pennsylvania, uh, seriously looking at the issue. So, um, you know, I think that we are, uh, we are moving in the right direction. But um, we're also getting to uh, the point where uh, or the states that uh, that still have not done so are going to be probably a lot more difficult to get it done in. Um, but, you know, when you look at the history of alcohol prohibition, um, you know, the states did this in very much the same way where, uh, you know, a, a growing number of states were starting to end their, their prohibition policies. The federal government did so. And then you had uh, a number of states that continued their prohibition policies, uh, you know, even as far as the, uh, you know, the 1980s. In, uh, in certain aspects in terms of uh, where people can access different types of uh, alcohol products. So I would not be surprised to see the state level process continue to, uh, uh, to be the struggle that it has been. But at the same time, we're also getting to the point now where uh, there's an undeniable mandate to uh, make cannabis legal uh, uh, in the United States. And while some states are probably going to be polling less than what we are nationally uh, for uh, quite a while, uh, it does mean that, uh, you know, we have uh, increased momentum now. And um, especially since that support is only going to continue to grow as more and more people see the benefits of regulating cannabis for adults, um, we're only going to see more and more pressure on lawmakers to actually not just support these reforms, but to prioritize them. Hey, uh, thank you so much, Morgan. Congratulations to Normal and all the other advocates out there for Ohio's success at the ballot box. They are now the 24th adult use legal state in the United States. This has been a breaking news edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young.